Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk about deciding on distribution channels. Which highway are you going to take to reach your customers? And I've been thinking about this lately because uh, I've been on Clubhouse, which I've been, you know, I, I haven't wanted to tell people that. I haven't wanted to be that person who's who's on Twitter, you know, saying that I'm on Clubhouse. It's still private. Uh, for those who don't know, Clubhouse is an audio um an audio app that's sort of like an ongoing live podcast or it's kind of like being at a conference, but just 24 seven where there's different rooms with different people hosting conversations that you can uh, pop into. You can go up on stage and speak. You can listen in the audience. And what I find fascinating about my time on Clubhouse is trying to understand what the properties, what the language, what the personality of this network is going to be. So Clubhouse is a new distribution channel for people who want to talk about their product, talk about topics they care. People are on there sharing about politics. You know, they're talking about e-commerce. And some rules get fixed in by the network. If you think about Twitter, they put in the 140 characters. Now it's 280. If you think about Vine, they put in a six-second limit. If you think about Instagram, it was, you know, take photos in, uh, in a square format and use these filters. And so at the beginning of the network the the company itself has some sort of rules they're trying to bake in and typically what people do is they sort of start by following those rules so i'm really curious to see what this sort of initial behavior set is on clubhouse and the best way to stand out the or the best way to gather attention to to be in that community is to play by the rules so when you're just starting on vine you know when you're just starting on instagram whether it's hardcoded or not, you want to speak the language that everyone else is speaking. You want to effectively be as mimetic as possible. You want to understand the meme and participate in it. And that's the way to to draw an audience and draw connection on, on that channel. However, as the distribution channel grows, as it becomes uh, more of a staple, as it's around longer, suddenly emergent behaviors start to occur. And the emergent behaviors that occur on the network are typically the opposite of, uh, you know, they're sort of counter to the structure that's been put in place. You know, people do tweet threads to get around the 280 character limit. People do uh, use these cropping apps to get around posting a square on Instagram. People start using the pound symbol as categories on Twitter, which effectively then became a feature for them. So as a distribution channel, and a community forms in that distribution channel matures, then things start to change. Then the language and the personality begins to change. And you want to be aware of those changes early. You want to notice, oh, the winds are starting to change. This is something interesting that's happening. Right now on uh, on Twitter, there's something really interesting happening where people are doing screenshot stories, which is effectively posting a long-form text as a screenshot instead of text on Twitter. Um, so you see these things just kind of bubble up. You see people stretch the medium. And that's the way to sort of gain attention after the network begins to grow. And then there's kind of this competitive race almost to continue reinventing the medium, to continue stretching the limits. And it's all about the constraints that are there. So I suppose my first thing that I just want to share here is that the timing of when you join a network, how mature it is, matters for the language that you need to speak, should I be more mimetic, 
is this a new network like Clubhouse and I just want to fit in as much as possible to the language and the personality that's happening? That's what I'm doing now. Or is this a, a medium that's been around for a long time? And the longer a medium has been around, the more available it is for disruption. So I'll give you kind of an interesting different example, uh, which is selling cars. So, you know, the distribution channel that is most prevalent for selling cars is, of course, car dealerships. However, Tesla completely broke that paradigm. They said, I see that this is the distribution channel everyone's using. What if we did something completely different? What if we went to where people are already shopping? So Tesla puts a car in the shopping mall and they let you pre-order it online. And, you know, they have all these extra things that, that change the, the game effectively for distribution, which allows them to get a different type of attention. It allows them to stand out um, and differentiate themselves in the crowded market. So you kind of need to know when can I break the old distribution model with something better, with something new and do that in a way that acquires the attention that I'm seeking. So roughly, we can break down distribution channels into three categories. The first is discovery. And discovery-based distribution channels are where people go to just browse for something new. So part of understanding the language of a network is understanding, is it a discovery network? And a discovery network is like Pinterest. You're just surfing, you're just scrolling, you're, you're looking to be delighted with something that just pops up into your feed. Tumblr was a discovery network. Netflix is a discovery network. You know, the Netflix invests so much in their, uh, in their algorithm to, to point you to new shows because you don't always know what it is that you're looking for. You're hoping to find something that you didn't expect. And so when we create our products, when we create content for that type of channel, we need to understand that people want to be surprised. They want to discover something new. And that something new might be your product. It might be your content. It might be uh, you know, what it is that you have to share. The second type of distribution channel is intent-based channels. And that's where the customer knows exactly what they want. That's Google, that's Siri, that's uh, going to your barber, that is uh, you know, maybe a recipe website. And so intent-based channels, the customers know what they want. And it's your job to provide that as clearly as possible. And winning that distribution channel often means being the most accurate, being the most personalized. Do you have the data? Do you have the SEO? Can you answer the questions? Can you understand what the customer's problems are and have a solution that's very specifically tied to that? So if you're trying to win in an intent-based channel, make sure that you really understand the problems that people are facing and make sure you speak to them in a way that they say, hey, yes, that is the person who can solve it for me. Now, the, the third type of distribution that is maybe a mix of the two is uh, what, what I'm just going to call push notifications. And push notifications are like a discovery channel, except rather than the customer doing the browsing, they've elected you to become the curator for them. Newsletters are a great example of this. It's part uh, personalization, part discovery, part intent, all combined. They've essentially uh, elected you 
to be uh, sort of this micro distribution channel for them. You know, they've they've given you the power to uh, control what they see, and because of that, the curator, someone like myself, even is going to try to select items that are both intent-based. I know what my audience wants to hear. They want to hear about X, Y, and Z, but also discovery-based. I know that I want to delight them. I want to break the rules. I'm going to show them something new. You know, uh, a financial advisor is sort of the style of a distribution channel. A real estate broker is uh, a type of this, you know, distribution channel. They might surprise you with a home that you didn't expect, although you're still hiring them to find you homes. And Push notifications are about notifying somebody when they need it and notifying somebody when they've got something that they believe is worth paying attention to. So, of course, we can mix these categories. Uh, of course, you know, there's probably some more edges to this, but that's about all I wanted to share today. I think to sum it all up, the TLDR is that there are different types of distribution channels. There's different personalities on each type of distribution channel. And it's your job to understand, should I speak the, the rules of this network? Should I speak to them? Should I be mimetic? Should I fit in? Should I um, you know, follow the SEO guidelines? Should I follow the clubhouse uh, language that's being created? Or should I break the rules? Should I show up with a Tesla in the mall? Uh, should I do something you know, truly brave to sort of shake up the paradigm? So hopefully that helps as you think about where you're you're placing your products and you're placing your uh, your content and your stories that you're hoping to share and spread. As always, you know, let me know if you have any questions. Send me an email, comment. You can find me on Twitter, etc. Um, and I'm around. I'll chat later. Peace.